Are you ready for hockey-related anxiety and more? Are you ready for hockey-related anxiety and more? Hello and welcome to another edition of Hockey-Related Anxieties and More, where, unfortunately, again... Tyler DeLal could not be here for this edition. But don't worry, we, have, we still have lots to talk about, including the 2020 Hockey Hall of Fame induction class and the 2020 NHL Draft Lottery, all coming up on this edition of Hockey-Related Anxieties and More. Are you ready for Hockey-Related Anxiety and More? Are you ready for Hockey-Related Anxiety and More? Okay, wow, so there's been a lot of hockey news since the last edition. So, where should we start? I'll start with the 2020 Hockey Hall of Fame induction class, which will happen soon, which was announced recently, about 12 days ago. And headlining the th- and going over at the top of the list, the most, the person who we all expected to make it was Jerome McGinley. Now, over Jerome McGinley's career... Jerome McGinley played in 1,554 NHL games with 1,300 points and 625 goals and 675 assists. Some of the awards he won in 2008-2009, the Marc Messier NHL NHL Leadership Award in 2003-2004, NHL Foundation Player Award. The Art Ross Trophy in 2001-2002, the Maurice the Rocket Richard Trophy in 2001-2002 and 2003-2004, and the Ted Lindsay Award, which is voted on as the player by the players in 2001-2002. He also won the King Clancy Memorial Trophy in 2003-2004. Now, Kevin Lowe was another inductee this year, this year, or will be an inductee, I guess, playing in 1,254 games putting up 84 goals, 347 assists, and 431 points as he played for the Oilers. His best season was when he put up 46 points for the Oilers in 83-84, but just four goals, but 42 assists in 80 games. He won the Stanley Cup in 1983, 84, 84, 85, 86, 87, 87, 88, 88, 89, 90, and 93, 94. Four, most of, five of those cups with the, with the Oilers and one of them with the Rangers. He won the King Clancy Memorial Trophy in 1989, 90 with the Edmonton Oilers. Jerome McGinley's best season as a, best seasons was 2007, 2008, where he got 50 goals. 48 assists, and 98 points. But his best season, people say, was 2001-2002, when he put up 52 goals, 44 assists, and 96 points with 77 penalty minutes. Another one of the to-be inductees was Marion Hossa. Hossa, playing for a bunch of teams, scored 1,300, played in 1,309 games, put up 525 goals, 609 assists, and 1,134 points. 
his best season was with the Atlanta Thrashers in 2006-2007, where he played in all 82 games, 43 goals, 57 assists, with 100 points. His second best season, also with Atlanta, 2005-2006, where he put up 92 points with 39 goals and 53 assists. Marion Hossa also went on this wacky run where he was trying to win the cup. So he went to Detroit first, or no, Pittsburgh first in 2007-2008. They went to the final. They lose, but then he went to Detroit, and they lose in the final. Then he goes to Chicago the next year, and he finally wins. Hosa's awards are three Stanley Cups, 2009-2010 with the Blackhawks, 2012-2013 with the Blackhawks, and 2014-2015 with the Chicago Blackhawks as well. The final NHL player inductee was Doug Wilson. Now, Doug Wilson spent most of his career with the Chicago Blackhawks. But his best career totals was in 1981-82, where he played for the Chicago Blackhawks with 76 games played, 39 goals, 46 assists, and 85 points as a defenseman. That year, he also won the Norris, the James Norris Memorial Trophy for best defenseman. Another player from the women's game is Kim St. Pierre who was a trailblazer in the women's game as a goalie. She was best known for backstopping Team Canada to three Olympic gold medals while posting absolutely otherworldly numbers. Her career goals against average with Canada's national team is 1.17 with a .939 save percentage. Just amazing. Now in the GM's office, Ken Holland, the lone builder of this year's class of inductees, is best known for his team-building talents in Detroit. In 22 years as the general manager of the, of the Detroit Red Wings, he ushered the club into an era of dominance that saw them win more games than any other franchise during that span and claim three Stanley Cup champions, championships. Holland is now the GM of the Edmonton Oilers, having taken over the front office there in May 2019. Those are the five players that were inducted into this year, into, that are going to be inducted into this year's class of the Hockey Hall of Fame. Who do you think should be inducted? Give it a thought. But now, we're going to move on to the results of the 2020 NHL Draft Lottery. So I'm sure that you all know but this pick hasn't been decided yet. It is unknown. It is an unknown draft pick. It's a mystery. Because there are teams that were eligible, but technically weren't eligible. It's kind of complicated because they're in a play-in round, and that hasn't been... They, have, they don't have the results of the play-in rounds yet. So therefore, it's, this pick will be determined at a later date. But the second overall pick was the LA Kings. Third... Ottawa Senators from San Jose, haha, LOL, Eric Carlson. The Detroit Red Wings drop all three draft picks in typical Detroit fashion to number four. The Senators pick fifth, Anaheim Ducks pick sixth, Devils seventh, and Buffalo Sabres eighth. The Buffalo Sabres just seem cursed for some reason. It's kind of sad. On the topic of the Eric Carlson trade, why don't we go back in time and make San Jose Sharks fans feel sad? So, the trade was the San Jose Sharks acquire Eric Carlson and Francis, and Francis Perron, Perron 
and the Ottawa Senators acquire a lot of things. Josh Norris, Chris Tierney, Rudolph's Balsers, Dylan DeMello, noted Winnipeg Jet, 2019 second round pick, 2019 or 2020 conditional first round pick. I'll get to that later. 2021 conditional first or second round pick, 2022 conditional first round pick. Why did I go through that really fast? Because there was a lot of stuff. Comment. The 2019 second rounder is the better of San Jose's own or Florida's own, previously acquired. If the Sharks miss the playoffs in 2018-19 or 2019 or 2020, the 2019 or 2020 first rounder will be in 2019. Otherwise, it's a 2020 first round pick that will go to Ottawa. It went to Ottawa. If the Sharks re-sign Carlson, the Senators receive a conditional second round pick in 2021, which would become a first round pick if the Sharks make it to the Stanley Cup final in 2019. They didn't do that because they got they lost to the Blues. They were close, but they didn't. If Carlson is is on an Eastern Conference roster reserve list during the 2018-19 season, the Sharks would have to send the Senators an additional first round pick no later than 2022. That's a lot of notes. It's time. I've made myself sad. So now it's time to look at some really bad trades from the Jets. Let's look at one of the worst trades ever. Period. Period. This was just horrible, bad, disgusting, awful. Winnipeg Jets acquire. This is February 7th, 1996. Jets are going to move soon. So the Winnipeg Jets make a trade. They acquire Chad Kilger, Oleg Trevodovsky, and a 1996 third-round pick, which turned out to be Per Anton Lundstrom. The Anaheim Ducks acquire a 1996 fourth-round pick, which turned out to be Kim Stahl. I don't believe that has any relations to Eric or any of the Stahl brothers. Mark Shinordi and Timu Solani! They, they acquired Timu Solani for nothing, and it's a ridiculous, no-good trade. And then there was another trade, June 30th, 1993. Winnipeg, the, the Detroit Red Wings acquired Chris Draper, pretty good player, pretty good enforcer, knows how to drop the mitts. And the Winnipeg Jets acquire future considerations, which turned out to be $1. While we're on this topic, we're going to go into Jets talk to discuss some really bad Winnipeg Jets trades. Jets talk, Jets talk, talk, on hockey-related anxiety and more. So unless if you're a die-hard Winnipeg Jets fan like me, you wouldn't really know about this first trade that I'm going to discuss. The first trade, well, we need to go back in time, all the way to 1980. It's the NHL Entry Draft. The Winnipeg Jets have the second pick, and they select Dave Babich, a defenseman, who was a, gr- who was a pretty good player. In his rookie season, 69 games, 6 goals, 38 assists, 44 points. He was minus 62, though, which is not really that good. But he was still good. In the next year, he put up 68 points, 19 goals, 49 assists, in 79 games. Next year... 79 games played, 13 goals, 61 assists, and a career-high 74 points. The next year, 66 games played, 18 goals, 39 assists, and 57 points. The next season, 
78 games played, 13 goals, 49 assists, and 62 points. But here's where the trade happens. That season, the Hartford Whalers acquired Dave Babich, and the Winnipeg Jets acquire Ray Newfield. One for one. Didn't turn out so good. Because Dave Babich went on to have 723 points in his career in 1,195 games. That was just a horrible trade. But I have one that's even worse. So you know the Patrick Waugh trade? No, not the one where he went to the GM and he went, I'm leaving this city! That's not what he did, but nobody knows. We don't know. But this trade, this trade's just bad from the start. The Winni- it's, it's November 4th, 1983. The Winnipeg Jets have a 1984 third-round pick, which they trade to the Canadians. It's not too bad. It's not bad. It's a third-round pick for Robert Pickard. But who was that pick? It was Patrick Waugh at number 51. Now, Patrick Waugh, if you need to know, went on to have the second-most wins in NHL history with... 551. He had 315 losses, 131 ties, no OT losses, but he played in 1,029 games, 2.54 goals against average, and a .910 save percentage with 66 shutouts. Pretty good. Just in case you're wondering, Robert Pickard played in 899 games with 104 goals, 319 assists, and 423 points. But how many of those were with the Jets? He played three seasons with the Jets, posting 22 points, 34 points, and 7 points. With 62 games, 78 games, and 20 games. Okay, but not like Patrick Waugh! Later today, or tomorrow, look out for another podcast on the Pokey and the Bandit story with Pokey, with Eldon Reddick and Daniel Berthion coming today. That wraps up this edition of Hockey-Related Anxieties and More. I hope you enjoyed, and I'd love to see you on another edition. Thanks.